Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 67 of season two of Be With Me. We're finishing up Matthew chapter 23. It is a 40-verse diatribe against the scribes and the Pharisees. And we talked yesterday about what if we walked around inside out? What if our internal appearance was visible on the outside, the way our character was, the way our heart was? And isn't that the way that the Lord judges us and sees us at all times from the interior life that we have? So we asked yesterday, what character, uh, characteristic or what, what could we be like on the inside that would please God? So here's the thought for today, that the only reason to read this scripture and to read about Jesus nailing the Pharisees is that my world would change, that my soul would change. So let's approach this with some humility here and not give them a pass, um, but not give ourselves a pass either. I think that's one of the big points. Okay, so we're in Matthew chapter 23. I'm going to start with verse 29. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you build the tombs of the prophets and decorate the monuments of the righteous, saying, if we had lived in the days of our fathers, we would not have taken part with them in shedding the blood of the prophets. And thus you witness against yourselves that you are sons of those who murdered the prophets. Fill up then the measure of your fathers, you serpents, you brood of vipers. How are you to escape being sentenced to hell? Therefore, I send you prophets and wise men and scribes, some of whom you will kill and crucify, and some you will flog in your synagogues and persecute from town to town, so that on you may come all the righteous blood shed on earth, from the blood of the innocent Abel to the blood of Zechariah, the son of Baruchiai, whom you murdered between the sanctuary and the altar. Truly, I say to you, all these things will come upon this generation. And then Jesus says, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it, how often I would have gathered your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, and you would not. See your house is left desolate. For I tell you, you will not see me again until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Oh my goodness. So we have these people here even visually being hypocrites. And that is they're engaging in funerary art, uh, decorating the tombs of the prophet. And the dead are so convenient and history is so convenient because you can always give yourself the benefit of the doubt. And that's what the Pharisees do here. They And it's inaccurate, but they say, wow, if uh, I would have lived back in Moses' time, I wouldn't have been the one complaining in the desert. And it's just not true. I was thinking about uh, Ecclesiastes chapter 8, verse 11. The heart of the children of man is fully set to e- set to do evil. And they're saying, I'm not like that. And then verse chapter 9 of Ecclesiastes, uh, verse 3. This is an evil that is done under the sun. The hearts of the children of men are full of evil and madness is in their hearts while they live. And after that, they go to the dead. 
we unfortunately that's what the bible says man is like we're evil and we're and we're mad at times madness craziness like humanity is just crazy and the pharisees are saying no i'm not like that i'm a perfect human being and i would never would have uh, done that so they're they're saying hey we honor the prophets and all the while they're scheming to kill this ultimate prophet which is jesus as they're trying to trick him and trap him and scheme and turn him over to the romans and all the nasty things and yet outside they're decorating his tombs in other words they're making themselves viewed as the hero of history and they're and jesus is saying no 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 from a to z from genesis to the book of revelation you killed the first prophet abel you killed the last prophet um, uh, Zechariah, the son of Berechiah, uh, he was in the last book of the Hebrew Bible in Second Chronicles. So he's basically saying, "Look, you killed them all, from A to Z. You murdered all the prophets. You, 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 you say you lo- would love the prophets, and then in reality, you uh, you killed them all. Um, so the the." The moment of time that is being experienced right here is unique to history. And in Mark chapter 12, uh, we talked about uh, last week, uh, just this unique opportunity where the scribe comes to Jesus and, and says, hey, what's the greatest commandment? And he says, love the Lord your God with all your heart and soul and strength and love your neighbor as yourself. And then he re-engages with Jesus with an honest and sincere answer. And Jesus tells him at the end, hey, you are not far from the kingdom. You're getting close. And these scribes and Pharisees here in, in uh, Matthew 23 are not getting close. They're being hard-hearted. And even though they have this unique moment of history, they have this wrong view of themselves. They say, historically, I'd be the hero of history, and yet currently they're they're messing up. So they're, they have the wrong self-assessment. They have no self-awareness, no honesty. And at the at the end, they, uh, I want us to say, hey, I'm not like the Pharisees. We don't want to say this. I'm not like the Pharisees. That was kind of my first impression of this chapter. And I think we need to approach this with some humility and seize the day if the Lord is knocking on our door today to embrace it. And how did he say that? He said, Jesus says at the end, I would have gathered you like chicks. There's a, a, a great verse in Deuteronomy 32 where this refers to, and it's uh, the eagle, uh, like an eagle that stirs up its nest, that flutters over its young, spreading out its wings and catching them. So if you don't like the Lord saying, hey, I want to gather you like chickens, and you like eagles better. It's in Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 11. In other words, the Lord wants us to protect us and fuss over us, embrace us, and he wants us to yield to him. He wants us to submit to him. He wants us to listen and appreciate the moment that we have. So so let's not throw rocks too much at the Pharisees. My point is, is that if the Lord is knocking on our heart today, with maybe, let's say, conviction, that let's not say, I don't want that, I will not, like Jerusalem did and the, the occupants of Jerusalem and the Pharisees did. Let's embrace it. Let's let's give an accurate view of ourselves historically, but especially currently. Thank you for listening.